Good afternoon. This is Dr. Saul Goldstein. The uh, the opinions expressed by these two, uh, you know, uh, fellows, uh, colored folks, uh, may or may not be the opinions of uh, their employers uh, or mine. Uh, holler at me. If I speak, I am in, in big trouble. In big trouble. And I don't want to be in big trouble. Ken, let's talk valuations. <laughs> uh, Sportico released an article. It's floating around on social. Um, the 50 most valuable clubs in the world. Soccer clubs, football clubs, uh, club deportivo. <laughs> <laughs> um, 18 of this top 50 are MLS clubs which is ruffling some Euro snob feathers because they don't quite understand how MLS valuations can be so high while the on-field product does not quite compete at the level of, let's say, the Premier League. So let's jump into it, man. Um, I know you love talking about this, Ken. First of all, what is your top-line thought about MLS club valuations and why so many of them are valued so high as opposed to other leagues around the world. Um, I mean, the closed league system does what it says on the 10, right? Like it closes the system. <laughs> it art, it artificially <clears throat> inflates values. And, you know, from there, like, you know, you get basically brand brand valuations of like, you know, a singular, like different brands of a singular group. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, of course, it makes sense that like, you know, some of these brands would be worth this much because basically all you're selling is like merchandising and rights. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, with. European football clubs, like you've got a whole lot more to wrap in. Like you've got <clears throat> your real estate to wrap in. You've got your player personnel to wrap in. Like a lot more things you're taking losses on than if you are like, you know, in the MLS and overall like, you know, turning a profit, you know, because yeah. you're basically a giant conglomerate with a bunch of different franchises and all these guys are franchisees. Mm-hmm. You know, so the face of it, it makes sense to me, you know, and I like it. Yeah, um, I do accounting for a living, so <laughs> it makes total sense to me. Um, what I don't get is why. No, I kind of get it, but I don't get why people are so bent out of shape about MLS as a sporting idea. Um, like this is just how the shit works in America. And if you don't like that, that's okay. I understand. I also do not give a fuck. <laughs> like this is how we doing it over here. Y'all doing it how y'all doing it over there. You know what I mean? And I look at it also as like, this chart also has uh 2021, 2022 revenue numbers, right? So the number one club is Manchester United. 
with a 2023 valuation of $5.95 billion. That's billion with a B. And their 2021-2022 revenue was $776 million. Um, the top 10 clubs all have revenues above $500 million. Um, I also don't think people really understand how player salaries in those top leagues are affecting not only every other league in the world, but their own league that they hype up so much. If you're, if they keep trying to raise your ticket price, don't complain. If your concessions going up, don't complain. Jerseys are $180, $190 now. Don't complain. Because if you want to continue to have the best league in the world, then players are going to want to be paid outrageous sums of money per week in addition to their outrageous transfer fees. This is how the shit works. At the end of the day, it's all capitalism. I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. It's still capitalism. Your capitalism is shaped a little bit different than the one over here. It's still capitalism. So stop hating on MLS. If you don't like it, it don't matter. I like it. I know a whole bunch of other people who like it. And we don't give a fuck. Yeah, I think like people really get into the idea that MLS can ever be the top league in the world. And like by the numbers, yeah. MLS does have the potential to be the quote unquote, like top league in the world. Mm -hmm. Like overall level of play can be the highest in the world. It can be the toughest in the world, like whatever. Right. I don't know if pro rail is going to be the system that delivers that to us, but like, you know, just whatever. Right. Um, Culturally. Like MLS will just never be like high on, like, you know, the soccer players, like, wish list, right? No. Like, I mean, at best, like, you know, MLS can be like, a, like, you know, Saudi Arabia or, like, China for a while. What where, the hell are you talking mm. about? Okay. So, like, okay. So, like, there was a run of maybe, like, maybe five to ten years ago where like let's say or like turkey right like let's say you wanted to get off the european like footprint but still like have like european scouts on you and everything so let's say you weren't in a top five league and like you wanted to get paid like a lot of money but you still wanted to go somewhere that was decently competitive like you would go to like China or you would go to Saudi Arabia or From you would China go to like Turkey. Ass. Yeah, but I mean, it had to run for a while where you could get a bunch of big name stars. Yeah, because they were paying absurd sums of money. That yeah, weekly but payout was just, plus the, again, just by the numbers, the amount of people and fan base you can build as a world star going to play in China the world where your was your oyster. Yeah, but I feel like the same thing, I feel like the same thing like is going to be like the height of like MLS cultural significance in soccer. Mm -hmm. Like MLS is never going to be more culturally significant than that. 
right? Like regardless of how I it looks. I disagree with that. Yeah, dude. Like I, I disagree with that. Like I a hundred percent think that like that's the best MLS is going to get because like culturally, like all the major prizes and things that everybody wants to play for are culturally aligned with the European game. Like, I don't care how important CONCACAF Champions League is to, like, people over here. It's not UEFA Champions League. And, like, when you grow up playing, you want to play in the 100-year-old competition, right? So, you know, I think, like, monetarily, MLS is going to, like, dominate these charts. And rightly, they should. And that's the position they should be going after. But like culturally, they'll never be like a top league where like kids, you know, like grow up dreaming of playing in the MLS, like the best well, of the know. best doing that. So I, I think I I disagree in that. I don't think MLS is ever going to be like in the conversation with the Premier League or La Liga in that way, just by on field product, uh, just because they they got a head start like. We shouldn't catch you. If we do catch you, like you really fumbled the fucking bag. Mm-hmm. We should never ever catch you. However, I do think MLS is doing right now and will continue to be a beacon for talent to pass through to get to those leagues. And it will be a premier destination on the way. Um before you are fully, fully ready for uh, Serie A, La Liga, Premier League, uh, League Un. I don't even know about League Un, but we'll just say those for, and the Bundesliga. Uh, before playing in the second division of any of those leagues, you can come to the first division in MLS, still have the s- scouts on you, still have the infrastructure, still have the ability to build your own star power, prove yourself, play highly competitive soccer, still play for your national team, and then go on to the one of those bigger clubs. I think that is the ideal position for MLS. I mean, I agree with you. I just don't think MLS ever achieves that um, being like any more than, you know, just a regular league. 